Hi, hello, this is Steve-O from Life is Shit, and you're listening to a brand new production on the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Glitches Get Stitches. My name is John John, and uh, today we have a very special, special occasion. We're doing a special Q&A with the Max Reload and Nether Blasters. Producers, directors, writers, all of the above, Scott Connor and Jeremy Tremp. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How are you guys doing today? Doing good, good, man. Good to be here, brother. <laughs> It's stoked to be here. He's the half of the shoes, Sting. What do you, what do you, what do you guys got there in your hands? Another blasters we made for the film, dude. These are the actual props that we, uh, yeah, used in the flick. Duck Hunt, right here from the old Nintendo light blaster. And this is a PlayStation, some, some old PlayStation blaster. <laughs> Time Cop or something from that, yeah. or, or maybe it was Sega Saturn. Yeah, pretty sweet. Yeah, that is amazing. We like toys. Dude. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to come over and play with that soon. <laughs> <laughs> also, Jack, Jack's here. What's up, Hello. Jack? Doing well. Um, so usually we do a podcast thingy, but times and stuff just didn't work out. So we thought, hey, what can we do? How about we just do a little uh, segment, a little Q and A, um, with our friends? So it's Cineforge uh, Media, right? Yep. That's what you guys are. Uh, right yeah, now? that's that's the company that produced Max Reload. Yep. And is this your guys' first uh, film? Uh, first feature film. We've been a lot of short films. We've feature. worked on a lot of feature films, but this is the first one that we produced, directed. It's edited, our baby. You know, we, yeah. You know, we really it's our brought- baby. I know. I know. G- GGS is our baby, so I get that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, exactly. So, actually, the funny story is, is that we've actually known each other for quite a while. So, I have a bit of an orange, sto- uh, oh, orange story. Origins story. Um, about us, and then we'll get into the the meat of it, and we'll start talking about this awesome film coming up. Um, Please. So you guys hosted a video game party a long time ago at at the club Three Wisemen. It was an Overwatch yep. party. Um, I I can't. What was the brand that you guys were under? Uh, at that time, it was Forge. Uh, Forge X. Forge X. Forge X. Yeah, which was like it was kind of like a community arm of Cineforge. Yeah, kind of more the event-driven okay. space. We just wanted to shake the community up a little bit. Right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so you guys hosted that Overwatch party. Um, my friend owned the club, mm-hmm. and so I was like, I gotta get in there, Overwatch party, let's go. So he hooked us up with a table. We met, I think you guys were like filming like this little, uh, little whatever promotional video or something like that and i got on there yelling like a drunken maniac like i normally do yep um (laughs) (laughs) yep yep um and then from there uh we you guys were game con the last game con that was uh, what was it? 2018, I think, mm-hmm. where you guys did interviews with like Troy Baker and, yeah. and some of those guys. Yeah. But you guys helped us get into um, Splitgate, the Alpha Tournament. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. So you guys got us into that, and then um, 
that was awesome. Splitgate's like blowing up. Nice. It's getting awesome. bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. Do you are do you guys still do you guys still talk to those guys or anything or uh, not a whole lot not since the event no yeah. it's kind of just a cool it was the first time meeting them and throwing some heat on what they were doing and you know, as often as we can support other creatives so, yeah yeah no that, that was that was uh that was very cool for us to be a part of we, we i think we were just ggs had just like started and we were already like we're playing the alpha at a game con <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> and then and then I was looking back, and Scott, you reached out to me actually about an extra shoot for this movie. Um, it was a long time ago. Uh, but you were like, one of the things that Scott said is you had to bring your own cyberpunk look to, to, to this extra shoot. And I was like, okay, John, what do you got? So like, <laughs> I, I, I went and just like, I ended up looking like a hobo that was like <laughs> rifling through trash. Just like with a broom and like a spaghetti strainer on my head, and I was like, I don't think this is the look he's going for. I'll probably just shoot that one one out. <laughs> but the main story is the main story is you guys have been there a lot for GGS, whether it's been on purpose or just luck of the draw. But we fucking love you guys, and we're super excited for thanks, this movie. Thanks, and congratulations! That means, that means the world to us because, like, you know, we say this, and it, it might sound trite, but the fact of the matter is, as gamers and creatives, we made a movie for our fellow tribe and you guys are very much that so um hopefully it hits uh, all the right notes you know so totally yeah it's 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 looking like it it's looking like it okay so let's get in let's get into it i'm gonna ask you guys some questions i'm just gonna shoot it out there yeah. scott jeremy uh take take charge of whatever you want to do okay um so Okay, okay. Actually, back up one thing. Back, Let's back up. Before we get into the meat, just quick synopsis of Max Reload and Quick synopsis. What? You just did. See, see, this is what happens when I click buttons. Are you, uh -oh. you trying to jump on? I don't know why it, I don't know why it jumps me in. <laughs> did you just try to jump onto the Discord from your phone, too? Hold on. We have two Jeremy's. It's hard, dude. Go back to your trailer. I just wanted to be in there. I accepted the invite, and then it he's, popped he's us into the attention. <laughs> I is there, Jack, does this do anything yeah. for our live feed or? I mean, is this like an echo for him? He can, if you want, Jeremy, you can. Yeah, uh, I disconnected. Like on your phone, you could just like disconnect from the call and then you guys will still be on. It is. Uh, the other one you guys are on. It's already, dis it's been this That one that you just connected to, Jeremy, can you disconnect from that one? Because it's causing you to have an echo. All right, cool. Yeah, then you're good. There's oh, no that's good. echo. Perfect. All right, cool, cool, cool. Okay, yes. So, quick synopsis without giving too much away. Just what is Max Reloaded and the Nether Blasters? Yeah, man. Uh, so, Max Reloaded and Nether Blasters it is a story about, it's basically the synopsis, a small town video game store clerk who he accidentally unleashes the forces of evil from a cursed ColecoVision game. Uh, so, nice. <laughs> it's very throwback, retro, old school to kind of the movies we were inspired by, like yep. Monster Squad, Lost Boys, Goonies. Where these group of misfit kind of kids have to do total Goonies vibes, and they have to team up with uh, some mysterious older heroes to overcome these forces of evil and save small town, but also humanity. Yeah, that's. It sounds like fun. It sounds like an adventure that I could get into for sure. Yeah. Um. So, I want. I want to know how Max Reload came to be. Like, was this a passion project you just always wanted to do? 
Like, what was the, this needs to be a movie moment? Yeah, man. I mean, we, we've talked about making a movie for a really long time. Yeah. Um, we, you know, we made some short films, jumping into the feature. You know, that's, that's a huge commitment. Uh, a lot of money commitment, too, and time and, and all manner of... Bigger than we ever expected, for yeah, sure. Yeah, so it was always... <laughs> It was always that thing, like, yeah. But you got to just dive in sometimes. Right. You know, it's, we, it was like, okay, we will make a movie, but at, at what point, um, you know, we kicked around. There was, there was at least one or two other scripts before Max Reload that we were kind of, you know, looking into that, yeah. you know, I just never really was. Never came together. Were they, were they video together. game? It, were they all, like, also, like, video game type projects? Or totally different. Totally different. Yeah. yeah. And, um this was around the time I, we were heading back from LA doing something. It was a shoot or a game con or something like that. It was Indicator E3 or something. Yeah. And, um, and there was, there had just been an article and well, you know, we, we love a good conspiracy theory or a, or a urban legend or anything like that. And yeah. there was an article that was talking about the new doom game. And if you ran, it was either all of the tracks or certain tracks through a spectrograph. Yeah. Spectrograms. Spectrogram or something that, yeah. That it would okay. like it would you would see images and it was like a pentagram and, and stuff like that in the waveform in the waveform yeah. so it was an Easter egg okay. yeah. in the game right really cool yeah and um, I was like hey dude what if when you listen to that track it actually affected you right you know some kind of conspiracy yeah. right like maybe there's this malevolent force that made these developers think we're making an Easter egg and they put this in and it actually harmed people right uh, and that was kind of like the the kernel of inspiration yeah. of Max Reload. That in the 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 whole um, urban legend about the ET game that it was so bad they destroyed every copy known Dude, to man. Yeah. That documentary was fantastic. Destroyed gaming. Yeah, um, and so there was a lot of different things that that fed into the idea of Max Reload, and then so we just kind of said, hey, like let's run with this idea. It was the one that got us most excited too, because yeah. like you mentioned, there was there's always scripts. We have a bunch of different scripts, different genres. We love, we love film in general and storytelling in general. But when we started talking about this, like the amount of excitement, I remember it on the way back from yeah. that road trip. It was like we both discussed this. This is a film that we would want to see now. Yeah. And twelve year old yeah. to twenty year old, well, any year old us would fucking kill to see. So, yeah, it's uh, it's very Spielbergian. Um, I get that. I get that vibe. Yeah, and you know, Very you, much. you know, I, I shot it on uh, anamorphic lenses that that so it's it's like it has a a slight vintage like look to it because mm -hmm. of the lenses. And oh, yeah. I shot on the red camera. Stylistic. Um, dude. So it's it. I think it feels more Spielbergian as well. It doesn't feel like a slick new twenty twenty. You know, polished, hyper uh, sharpened. Um, yeah, hero vibe that 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 everyone dies for now. Right, and so that's that's all anyone wants is retro. I want it to feel new but feel old at the same time. Right, right. Um, and so you know, it's like I always lament to Scott, and you know, there there's there's a place and a time for fancy VFX, not necessarily VFX, but ways of making films. Uh, that style with, with like. A lot of technology, and I I think that's really cool. But I also loved when you watch something from the '80s or '90s, and you can tell a human being made it because yeah. there's mistakes. You know, yeah. You see the dolly move, and the camera might shake. You might see a, a pan that is not perfect. You might see light in the shot. They're, like it, it, yeah. it's there's an organic feel to the film, uh, mm -hmm. and so you know I think. Going into it, we wanted to make a film that felt real, that felt like a people made it. Um, yeah, a lot of it's like, uh, and something people confuse a lot too. On that note, is it's not a, it's not meant to be a retro film, right? It has a lot of retro elements in it, 
Um, yeah. But the aesthetic certainly is drawing on a lot of those tropes that we grew up loving. So yeah, we worked, oh, yeah. worked hard to achieve that visual. So it's so it's got that it, you're heading for that new vibe feel, but the retro is just kind of this the the this thing behind it, kind of pushing it oh, forward. A lot of ways, man. Yeah, from the VFX to like the whole film's like that, really, because we worked in five different styles of animation. Right. We worked in you know some very new school effects. Our effects team, Paul over at Foxtrot X Ray, Dan Fusselman, and the whole teams that they work with, all very very skilled crazy vfx artists contemporary cool vfx but a lot of the aesthetics also it balanced out with that older school kind of vibe and feel so that was awesome that was our hope at least yeah we want to you know we there's something i think for everybody in there from people who grew up on atari on coleco who people who are mobile gamers who people you know people all kinds of stuff there's a big spectrum i think that uh, a lot of you know like our parents have seen it and they're like yeah they're like there are some things i didn't understand but i but you know, it's not so inside baseball that you have to know what these things are. Or have to be a gamer. You can all. just, it, it's an enjoy, hopefully, you know, an enjoyable film that, uh, you know, without yeah. having all the knowledge of inside gaming and history of gaming and all that. Well, that goes back to the old school style too, man. Like you said, Spielbergian, right? Like for me, those films, all, almost all of them, were turn off your brain um, and just grab some popcorn and enjoy yeah. the hell out of this crazy ride. You know, don't pick it apart, and that definitely is the spirit of Max Reload for sure. Yep. Is the time frame kind of um, is it like modern day with like like looking back to the classics, or is it like supposed to be set back in like the um like nineties or like earlier on, or later on in time? Hello. Is that oh. Greg Grunberg I hear in did, the chat? Oh, whoa! Did our what producer the just crash? <laughs> What's up, dude? I see Greg's uh, icon face. It, it yeah, looks... I can hear him. Very how, do frozen. how do I hold on? Wait a minute. Uh, hit, there we hit the go. little camera. Oh. Wait, My power went out. Yeah, there he is. Oh, Greg Grunberg in the house. What? You're not doing this shit without me, man. <laughs> what? What's up, dude? What's up, man? There. Can you hear me? Can hear you. We can hear you. We can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear I you. Can hear you that baritone, silky tones coming through strong. Oh, yeah. Dude, what's up, Trim Beard? You're looking good. <laughs> right? I'm telling you. I mean, Jeremy, how's the family? How's the baby? What's Dude, going on? Got a, another baby in, in the next week. I know. What's yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, Dude, good. living the dream out here. Dude, look at that beard. Okay. Holy <laughs> shit. Don't let any so... look at that beard. Wow. Greg. That's Dude, Greg, you, are, you just you're broke like my whole internet. You came on. Dude, you are you are. If, if Kevin Smith and Snap Wexley had a baby, that's you. It's <laughs> 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 so true. You nailed it. <laughs> oh my god, dude! Thank you so much for being here. That, that is. Oh, oh are you kidding me? Shit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're good. We're good. Oh, we're yeah. good. Who's at the Who's at the bottom? Wait, I see, I see, I just see an icon at the bottom. Who is that? That's Craig. He's uh he's recording us for the podcast. He's like a oh, like okay. a Discord robot. Ah, nice. Okay. It's, I think this is the technology I used. I was just gonna say, I think this this Discord, this is the second time I've used Discord. The first time was with Gary Witta on Talking Animals, I believe. Nice. Oh, yeah. Dude. I'm still trying to learn this 
Jack, Jack's, Jack's are. Yeah, I'm on it a little too much. No, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. And I don't have my mic here. I hope you guys can hear me okay. No, you sound uh, good. Oh, we're, yeah, we're on the phone too, so it's all good. Awesome. Awesome. What's up, guys? What's going on? Uh, Greg, thanks for hanging out. Scott, jamming. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, Greg, thank you for being you. Uh, you were in Heroes, one of my all-time Dude, get ready. Get ready. It's yeah, uh, damn, Peacock is launching on July 15th, and all four of the amazing uh, series or you know seasons are going to be live, and uh, I'm working on something to make, yeah. to make those episodes really special. So we'll see if it comes through, but I'm, I'm working on it right now. I love it. Yeah. Oh, damn. That's Holy good. crap. That's It'll awesome. Really that is awesome. All right. <laughs> Let me get my... I buried John. We broke John's brain. Yeah, it's just broken. <laughs> turned into a robot. Um. Oh man. Oh no. He's deep. So he's cryo frozen. He froze. Yeah, John. You're frozen. I don't know why this is happening. He's got dial-up. I think he's got dial-up. Yeah, he's right. got, he definitely got dial-up. <laughs> definitely on the dial-up. Put it on LTE, John. If you can hear me, like switch off your internet and try and just go with cellular. See if that works. Oh, we lost him. Uh, All right. Well, oh, let's no, keep it rolling. I got the questions pulled up here. Oh, he's hey, back. Gregors. Where, where's young Eugene? Uh, he's, dude, he's exhausted. We had a, so today is my dad's 88th birthday. Oh, happy birthday, man. Yeah, thank you. It was so, it's really, really, really tough when you can't hug your dad on uh, his birthday when he's 88. It was yeah. Really hard. So I got him. I got him one of the, my dad's bald. I got him one of those head scratchers. You know those things that are like this. And you and it, so got him a head scratcher. Got him some food. I got him like this little cake thing. And then we all went in the car and we just drove. Um, and said happy birthday, dude. I'm gonna send you guys the video. It's just two crabby old people that are like. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. They're standing out in front of the apartment building and we're singing happy birthday. And then this guy walks by with a mask on. And, you know, my parents, like all of us, we're just over it already. You know, it's like, and, and we know how dangerous it is, especially at their age, but it's still. Right, right. So my mom, so my dad, they're wearing masks. And my <laughs> mom goes, sees this guy coming and like pushes my dad out of the way. And he's like, stop pushing me. And he pushes her. <laughs> <laughs> I have an idea. It's the best. It's the best. Uh, anyway, <laughs> leaving right, the house to do anything. I get back and I'm absolutely exhausted. I don't know what it is. It's I'm exhausted. Uh. Huh. Oh man, crazy! It's so it's life. Yeah. So, well, we're happy to be here, dude. Spending some time chatting with you guys. Yeah. So you guys have said in the past that Ready Player One was a big inspiration for this movie, and then I watched yeah, the trailer. Man. I got you know a bit of a like a Jumanji vibe, kind of you know the yep. curse board game type thing. Um, and then I was kind of like curious, like, is, is there any other games or like nerd culture that inspired the film? Like, is there anything in the film that like people would be like, oh, I know that, or like any call outs? Yeah, I mean. Dude, we, yeah, Ready Player One and Armada, the two uh, books that Ernest so far, like, just, yeah. I've, I've you know, audiobook, Will Wheaton. Dude, I was going to say, I've listened to, the, like, the, I've listened to the Ready Player One audiobook, like, probably, like, seven times, just because the way he reads it, it's, it's so good. Yeah. yeah. So that was, that was obviously, you know, big, uh, not necessarily, it was just, like, it was inspiring, not necessarily directly inspired things in the film, there are some things, sure, but sure. it was just an inspiring story to us. Uh, yeah. 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 We love that, man. We saw Ernest talk um, at uh, ASU on campus. He did a special, like, awesome event. Oh, and we no got way. a chance to meet him afterwards and shared a short film we had done, arcade-themed, Martin Karate Kid in it. And uh, we'd stayed in touch with him. He actually gave us some 
saw the very first draft of this script. Yeah, that's awesome. He's also yeah. recognized recognized us on social media and been like, "Yeah, this is cool." And said, "I mean, yep. I, I yeah, was, you out the not, Kickstarter." Yeah, when I yeah. saw that, yeah. I was like, "This is awesome, man!" This is that's so cool. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, when he found out Greg was in the movie, and then Kevin, he's like, yeah. "Fucking, this is awesome. Keep me updated with things." So, yeah, that's amazing. So, yeah, and, really- and uh, yeah. well, as far as inspiration goes, well, I mean, in terms of games and gaming. Yeah, I think Frogger. Frogger was the biggest influence on us. I yeah, really? for 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 um, yeah, for Greg's character, Frogger. It was okay. Frogger, he just yeah, runs was across hungry, the hungry hippo. I think hungry hungry hippo. But that's a board game. <laughs> but I, uh, I think, yeah, when you get back, I think Galaga. If, if we're if we're gonna talk, if we're gonna talk old games, dude. I have the coolest arcade in my building. You guys haven't even seen it. We took the bar has Not been nice. moved. The bar has been moved. Can I share stuff on here? Like share a photo. How do I do that? I don't know. It's a, that's a Jack question. Yeah, I, uh, I believe you would go to um, like the general text channel, and then in there you can uh, there's oh. a little plus icon. You can click on that, and I believe you can pull up files, and then you can upload it through there, and then I can show it on the stream. Right. Oh. As far as yeah, other yeah, I guess. Oh yeah, duh. I mean, one of the one of the you know, funny parts in the film that everyone's going to know if you're a gamer is uh, the Leroy Jenkins thing from back <laughs> yeah. in 2000, whatever it was, 4, 2001. Yeah, uh, that's a we, classic. We, yeah, we, we have a nod to that. Uh, the game they're playing is very, in the very beginning, it's very much a World of Warcraft type of a game. Yeah, okay. we got some killer cutscenes in there that are animation. We did, like, pixel art animation for cutscenes in the film. Yeah. That are yeah. very like, Paperboy kind of stuff. Yeah, very NES-inspired, old-school uh, 8-bit. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then while you're working on uploading your arcade, um, let's see here. So uh, Max really has a pretty impressive cast with some uh, really familiar faces. Obviously, Kevin Smith, Greg Unverd, Will Wheaton, the top list. Um, but then uh, Martin Cove and uh, from Karate Kid, Lynn Shay, which was has been done a ton of films. Uh, but I see her. Hold on, I'm reading. I'm reading John's questions because he's gone. So part of stumbling through them here. Um, uh, but I see uh, the mom or something about Mary. Uh, he, oh, he yeah, keeps like getting on, getting off. Um, but how do you, how'd you guys get all Josh these guys is- like in your movie? Like, what was like what was the process of getting them in there? And then uh, it's called Ask Grunberg to Ask His Friends. I mean, that's really <laughs> yeah. that's having, having here's Greg the thing. You know, I, I've I've been so lucky that I've been able to work with amazing people, and that. Uh, that holds true whether it's a huge budget film or whether you know it's it's somebody who asked me to go to their elementary school and read a book. Um, this is right up there with like Big Ass Spider and these things that I've done. When I met these two guys right here, can we put them on mute so I don't blow up their heads? They're already fucking ego <laughs> crazy. Um, when I met them, I was I was like I'm in, and I met them on another project. I met them on something you know prior to this, and I was just like these are people I'm going to, I'm going to put in that drawer in my head that said, I hope I get to work with these guys one day. And that, that trend, you know, they were gracious enough to say, why don't you come in and produce with us? And to that, I don't just, when I, I don't just add a title to these projects that I produce, I, <clears throat> I use all my contacts. I do whatever I can from yeah. the beginning to the end. And this has been such a, such a passion project. I mean, we, we've loved it. I've loved it so much. Everybody that I reach out to, I don't just go, hey, there's these guys and they're interested in you for this role. Take a look at the role. I mean, I, ne- I, I not what I do. I call them and I say, there is something that I'm shooting that I fucking love. 
and it's going to live forever. It's going to be a classic cult or massive, whatever it is, it's going to be something that is going to have legs. You got to be a part of this. And they, they can't say no. If they say no, I, I'm never talking to them again. And that's, that's, that's why, that's how we got all these people. And then- That's how we did it. Yeah. And then the problem is they end up, they work with these two boneheads right, right there. Oh, I don't know if I'm on the screen. But anyway, they, they work with these two guys and now they're like, I just want to work with those guys again. <laughs> I mean, I've got like, every time I call like Hassie Harrison and, and Lynn Shay and Kevin and everybody, I called Kevin Smith. I was like, Hey dude, you know, the film's coming out just so you know, your name's going to be all over the press on the, you know, we were talking about that. Kevin just garners so much attention. Right. And he was like, oh, man, that's awesome, man. Whatever I can do, man, just let me know. And I'm like, Kevin, it's not even your movie. You've got so many problems. He goes, oh, I love those dudes. He met them before I met them. Like, you guys had had, had a, a connection with Kevin before I came along. So all I was doing was going, do you remember those really cool guys in Phoenix? Well, this movie's happening and blah, blah, blah. And it just took off from there. So it was easy for me. But that's how a lot of yep. these people came on board. That's amazing. Yep. Um, and then how, how about the, uh, the, the young front runners with the, you know, Joey Morgan, he's playing Jesse, uh, Hassie Harrison, Liz, and then Tom Bloomy is Max. They seem to bring some nice energy and dynamic to the screen. Um, but how is it working with them? Um, absolutely amazing, man. Like these, uh, everyone you just mentioned, um, are the next gen of stars to be looking out for hundred percent. They're all killing it right now too. Very lucky to work with all of them. Tom Plumley is like. He plays Max, and he is, when we talk to people about Tom's energy and, like, to give them a reference and an idea of who Tom is, it's like if you mashed up Matthew Broderick from Ferris Bueller with Jason Lee from Mallrats yeah. and then added Tom Plumley energy all over yeah. it. Like, well, it's interesting. Amazing. Uh, so Farrah West was our casting agent. Yeah, amazing. Like, and that's, that's how we found all these, you know. Um, and then, you know, Greg would go out there, and they would take the, the sessions, and they'd send them to us. Yep. And that was tough because, you know, we, you, know, you write the script, and you you see these characters who they are, and then now you're putting a real person to what that character would be like. Yeah. Um, and that was that was challenging. Yeah, um, it was have a like, preconceived idea of what they're gonna right. do. And it's like you know, writing Greg's character Eugene, we wrote it because we Greg was in it, right? It was yeah, easy yeah. to see Greg as Eugene, right for Kevin character. Smith, etc. Uh, Lynn Shay. It was easy to write these characters in, but the the three kids, it's like, well, who's gonna be this? Who is this gonna? What does this look like? And, and then when we got the tapes in, and Greg did a great job of kind of prep, prepping, he you know was there in the casting sessions with Farah, um, and said, "Hey, look out for this, you know, this talent coming in. Check that. I really like this one." Um, watch the tapes, dude. Hassie's tape was unbelievable. Yeah, we had known Joey Moore, uh, who plays Reggie from Scout's Guide to the yep. Zombie. It was freaking. Horrible. Yeah, and then Jesse I mean, Cove. Yeah. But, but you guys said it right. I mean, Farah made our jobs so easy. I'm not saying that there yeah. wasn't a fair share of people that came in, and they were. You know, here's the thing. They didn't expect to be reading with me. I, I wish that there wasn't that level of like, oh, shit, it's the guy from this or that, and I'm going to read with him. Right. I get that same thing. If I go in, you know, like I just worked with Al Pacino. I was like, and, and I'm not saying I'm on the level of Al Pacino, but you know what I'm saying? Like you walk, Yeah, walk it's that same level of like star, like, whoa, and then kind of yeah, throws or you, off. You, you know that person is connected to the project, but you don't know you're about to read with them or, or yeah, you know, exactly. Or for them. So I, I'm sitting there, I was at our, at my office in North Hollywood, which is kind of, um, you know, uh, Cineforge West. Uh, <laughs> we have this, we have this studio <laughs> that my company bandwagon and, you know, anyway, so it's a great space. You come in and, um, and we're sitting there, Farah, and she goes, this is, uh, she's going to get the role. And I was like, okay, bring her in. And Hassie walks in. And I was like, oh my God, like you go, 
she's so beautiful and so approachable and so hilarious and on it and like reads the lines um, as if it's coming out as if she thought of them, you know, which is the, the best thing. Like she's not, yeah. You know, yeah. You, you, literally she finishes and I look and I'm like, did she improv that whole thing? And it's like, no, it just so fluidly comes out. Whoa. Oh my God. She's, there he is. What's up? There's the John. Yeah. Um, you good, John? Back. You're muted. All right. John, you good? What's John's happening? on the toilet. Yeah. Is he on the toilet? <laughs> uh, you're muted, John. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a mine. Is your uh, is, is your power back? Can you get on your laptop? Because we can't hear you. Get a, can you get a whiteboard? <laughs> Marker sign language. Yeah, do some miming. Do one of these for yes, and two of these for no. Yeah, one beard stroke is a yeah, and then two is a no. Oh, he froze again. Shit. Oh no, what's wrong? That's so bad for him. Oh my god. Um. So wait, I was just saying that like Hassie comes in, blows us away, and I was like, uh, and I shouldn't have said it because it wasn't up to me, but I was like, uh, you have this role. We just have to show the tape. I mean, I was like, God, man. But how good she was. You know what I mean? You, you weren't like, you just kind of lost your whole like reservation yeah. was like, yep. yeah, fuck it, you're in. Exactly. Like, and well, dude, same was true. Same was true, dude. Tom Plumley. Oh, my God. Yeah. It is so hard to carry a movie like this. I've done it a couple of times. Um, it's my role in this movie, even though I'm throughout, it's easy, man. It's a character. It's so much fun. We had a blast. But a guy like Tom has to be the straight man, yet he's got to keep the energy and, and, and you know, keep that level of, holy shit, the end of the world. And he has, he, if he doesn't believe it, no one's going to believe it. And yeah, exactly, it. exactly. And he's so good at it. He's just a star. And so is um, our bad guy. Um, oh, my God. Um, Which no. one? Dick Lipper? The suited man, or or uh, no, or oh, Lucas Gage. Yeah, Lucas. Lucas Gage. I mean, this guy, he's like a natural. Every everybody yeah, in this movie, I'm telling you. And then I brought, I called Joe Reitman, who you know plays my nemesis in the movie and my ex partner, you know, in the gaming industry. Oh my god! And then to have my son play a young me, forget yes, it. Man. It's so cool. Yeah, really. Dude, yeah. can you hear me? Oh, yes, we yeah. can. And he's back. <laughs> hey, all right. Since so. we did, hold on, wait. Since we did bring up the villain, we have, we're gonna ask this later on. But since he's here now, like, how evil is he? Like, compared to Voldemort, like, is he like out for blood, or is he just like? No. So yeah, the, the Harbinger. It's just. It's kind of like um. It's like a mythological being that's been around since the dawn of creation that okay. just is there to test humanity and play tricks on people. So whether he loses or wins, it's not really that big of a deal because the whole thing was how how can I test these people? And if they pass the test, that's fine. You they know? get to live. Yeah. They get to live. It doesn't really okay, matter. Okay, okay, okay. So, so he's not there's no um, there's no Voldemort split your soul seven times type thing going on. No, but no, no, not not like a <laughs> he's also been waiting for the chosen one. Like he's been waiting for someone to be this good at playing games, yeah. just a natural gifted genius at playing games to me, to, 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 you know, it's like, it's like any of these evil guys, they're just, they want someone that is of equal. Like, Rise to the occasion. Exactly. Yes. And All right. Battle. And that's what yeah, Tom's upon, you know, the nether is like, this evil malevolent energy and it takes the form it's incarnate is the harbinger right so yeah it's not like even yeah. level Voldemort where you're like oh that dude's 
gonna tear your soul yeah, apart. Okay. Which also blood. helps the film to be a little bit more lighthearted. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, it has a yeah. vibe. So it's never like super. E there's, I mean, someone dies in the film. I'll say, whoa, I'll just say whoa, whoa, whoa! This little spoiler, spoiler alert. Spoiler. But <laughs> you don't. You, it, it doesn't like. It doesn't hit you so hard. It's you know, which which we wanted to be a. You know, it's like. We watch films and, and shows and play games to like feel good, right? Yeah, Not yeah. to feel like oh, yeah. I don't, you know, like and there, there's a there's a time and a place for that heavy yeah. ass movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but we wanted to make a movie that makes you. It was total Goonies playbook movie, dude, with yeah. the dead yeah. guy in the freezer. And I think like, that's pretty, bad. especially with what's going on in the world right now. Like that's more. I right. think we need that more than ever right now. Like, 100%. I'm a huge yeah. fan of like Game of Thrones and stuff like that. But like. Right yeah, now, I, I'm rewatching The Avatar: The Last Airbenders, what I'm watching right now, like just I something lighthearted and chill. Yeah, and also, by the way, a film of this level and this this film uh, for what for budget wise for what it was made for compared to what it is. I mean, it's like I've done big, big movies that don't look this cool, and so it's the you know it was it was just such a pleasure to jump into this and do it, and then the spirit of it is uh, again, like you said, it's what people need right now. I have two. Yeah. Another yeah. one right now that's on Amazon, or maybe it just got taken down. It was just on Amazon called Burning Dog. Same thing. And I made that years ago. And it's just a, it's hard. You know, you have to pull favors and friends and family yeah. money and whatever. These two guys were like, we're making a movie. I'm not waiting for anybody to give me a green light to say yes or no. And that's the spirit that I think Kevin Smith and guys like that respond to. I certainly respond to it. Where, I've tried, man. I have like four films. These guys have ten films right now that they're about to hopefully make. It, it, it's it's a, an incredibly daunting task. Everybody wants to write a script. No one does it. Everybody wants right. to make a movie. Yeah. No yeah. one does it. It's impossible. That you got to do it. You got you got to do it. You got to pull the trigger and get it fucking done. Exactly. Absolutely. No regrets. You just. I have a movie called Group Sex. If you haven't seen this movie, <laughs> I swear to God, if you have not seen this movie, make it a priority. See the movie. It is. A passion project. I got, you know, this was, I mean, this was literally 20 years ago, 15, 20 years ago, I made this movie. Yeah. Henry Winkler, Tom Arnold, me. I mean, so many great people. Exactly the same thing. Um, me and and my buddy Lawrence Trilling, who's a huge showrunner, runs Goliath. We made this movie together. We co-wrote it. He directed it. It's the same spirit. And those are oftentimes, look at Woody Allen's first movies. Like, they're just so great. This will go down. These guys, oh, these yeah. guys are going to make a ton of movies. We all know that. But this is going to go down with one of yeah. your favorite things you've ever worked on, man. It's like Max Reload and the Nether Blasters. Wait, are you kidding me? Come on. I'm so I'm really excited to see that's it. Why, that's, as soon as they sent me over anything, I'm like, please let me. I just want to touch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not like sucking up either. I'm um, like a huge. I'm not a huge movie fan myself. I like you know I'm more of like a TV show like video game fan. But like when I saw mm -hmm. the trailer, I was like, oh, I'll see that. Like that actually looks pretty fire. Like <laughs> yeah. I think it looks really good. It's awesome. yeah, I mean. If you're a video game fan and you watch even four seconds of this trailer, you're just like already yeah, exactly like, like so I can't wait to see it. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, Jack, where'd you leave off on the old question? Uh, we, we we just finished talking about the uh, the young bloods. Mm. So we're young on question six now. Oh, okay, okay. Um, oh, but we we actually talked about that. The Harbinger, we got that one too. Yep. Um, so oh, so the special effects in this movie. Um. They look really legit. I'm not saying this is a lower budget. It is a lower budget movie for, for this <laughs> this kind of movie. Uh, Say it, dude. They look amazing. Say yeah. it. Our 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 budget for our uh for our special effects was just about the budget you spent on your internet. It's the same thing. 
<laughs> it's true though. But I think that adds to the God charm of it. I, I really oh, yeah. feel like like that, like I don't think you should lo- like use the word low budget in a bad way. Like if you can make a movie no, cheaper, you should do it. Like, I think it I think it adds to the proud. charm and like the like the look of it just looks like so on point that you really didn't like like you didn't need to spend more than you did on is what it looks like from the trailer. Yeah. Yeah, I mean we're 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 incredibly scrappy. Um I mean we uh that's how we know how to work. I mean we shot this entire film in under in under twenty five days. Mm-hmm. Um for better than <laughs> Yeah, I mean we we and but but to in my mind, if this didn't stand up to like if you were to searching Netflix and this didn't stand up to a movie that was made for twenty million dollars, I yeah. would have been really mad. Yeah. And, I'm, and that's that's yeah. not me trying to be whatever. That's just the goal. The bar exactly. has like a cinematographer, right? Well, that was the goal The look of it one. from everything. Yeah. Is our goal was just to make it look like that. You didn't even think, oh, that was a low budget. For right. so many reasons, man. We talked about that from day one. It was like, Greg kind of hit on it just recently. You know, we wanted people to see this and not know it was completely indie. And right. not know it wasn't a studio picture. The goal was to make it look like a studio picture um, for all of us to be kind of a testament yeah. to like, holy shit, you guys did that. Yeah, with that little tiny bit of money. Within that box, yeah. Now, now having, having said that, every every movie of this uh, size, this again, I hate saying that because this movie feels so much and looks so much bigger. But it does. That's why I didn't want to say low budget, yeah. you know, because it looks it looks huge. It looks it looks big. But but, like, but with every movie like this, you make a mistake, right? And the biggest mistake that we made was shooting all nights. That yep. was a, that was not a good choice. It sucked. <laughs> So oh, bad. Dude, it well, sucked yeah. ass. It was. It but it was, was also to our incredible talent because everyone was so awesome. Greg, you said it, man. Like you said, yeah. you know, Tom Plumley, Hassey, all the all the all the kids, um, and everyone was a total star on this yeah. because without the attitude off camera, keeping everyone upbeat and keeping this thing moving, yep. dude, yeah. it was brutal overnights yeah. and the coldest winter on record in like eighty years in Phoenix. Yeah. Um, you don't think Phoenix and <laughs> It was cold. like 30 at night. Every night it was like 30 degrees. I, I am okay. never doing a movie again where my, where I'm staying. <laughs> These guys put me up in a nice, you know, a nice apartment. I was there for a while, right? But um, where, where I had to put foil on my windows when I first got there <laughs> because I had to sleep all day. It, it was like, what are we doing? It was the worst. Dude. The worst. The worst. Well, and that was only, by the way, just so you know, that decision... Uh, they told me. I, I mean, I'm a producer on it. I could have, put, you know, said no way, whatever. But it's because at night you have control. You can go to a store that normally is open during the day, whatever. You can control light, everything, and also the yeah. movie needed to feel. It needed to be night for night. It could right. Be. Yeah. A lot of it. So with the with the special with the special effects, was that something you guys first time working with? Like, uh, or like, who who'd you guys get to help you with that kind of stuff? Yeah, man. So that another rock star in this whole production. Many rock stars was. Uh, Paul DeNigris over at Foxtrot X-Ray VFX, his entire team of just pixel artist badasses, yeah. um, and Dan Fusselman and his team, yep. uh, he did some VFX work, but also on the animation, animation side. Yeah. But uh, Paul, you know, Paul signed up in the same spirit that everyone on this film did. They loved the script. They loved the idea. They saw the vision. You know, once Greg and Kevin and everyone came on board, it became very real. And Paul signed up for uh, a task that by the end of the film... He ended up doing at least three times as much work. Um, we had over 500 visual effect shots in this film. Yeah, it's um, nuts. Nice. It's stupid. That's that is stupid. Yeah, if, if we so could turn the DeLorean dude so and good. go back in time, we'd be like <laughs> cut the VFX down. Yeah. You know? 
And but, by the uh, way, 250 of those shots were making me look thinner. So I, you know, <laughs> it's in my contract. It's in my contract. Why do, why do you think I stream? You can only see this up. I don't have, you don't want to see what's below. I'm not even wearing pants. Exactly. <laughs> um, um, Greg, yeah. uh, I know that you've been around the block. So what was what's your biggest special effects movie you've been in? Or, or, or show? Was it Heroes? Or uh, well, Star I mean, there, there were special effects throughout that whole thing. But The Hollow Man was, without question, like, Oh, Especially yeah. at that time, that was insane. But, you know, like, um, it's so funny because uh, the first Star Wars I was in, that was a lot of special effects. And then, but JJ loves to, to do practical more than than the visual. Um, and he'll he'll do a lot of things that you don't know are a visual effect, but it is. But Star Wars, obviously, a lot of yeah, it. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. the Hollow Man was weird. The Hollow Man was like, you know, I'm working with Kevin Kevin Bacon, and he's covered in green. He's all green, and then he's he's over there saying his lines, and I've got to pretend that he's right here. And it was very, <laughs> it was odd. It was really odd. This, you know, this was that's awesome. The, the problem, the thing about that movie was like Paul Verhoeven, Paul, Paul Verhoeven, and Yost Fakano. They're like, okay, and then and they they have the time in one scene. We do a week. We take or three days on one scene. This was yeah, yeah. run and gun. And there were times when, yeah. I don't know, I know Scott and Jeremy were like, uh, fuck, all right, well, we'll just we'll make it work. We'll make it work. You know, because they knew what they <laughs> had to get. Day. They knew what they had to get. But, yeah, but there's like, you know, when you get on the day and you're there yeah. and you're thinking, okay, well, Greg's going to come in and he's going to, he's going to, you know, with the gun and the whole thing. And then the truck's going to come by. I mean, I watched this movie and I'm telling you, I, I didn't, I'm not surprised. But there were a lot of shots, and I was like, wow. You know, as an actor, you just kind of go, oh, look, Heroes is an example, right? Heroes, I went like this. That's all I did. <laughs> That's it. I mean, and they were shaking the camera, yeah. and they were making the yeah, sounds, yeah. and I was reading minds. And it was, but all I did was that, you know? So you have to trust in the filmmaker. You did the, you did the reading minds. That's it. And you have to trust that the people that are, that are putting it all together are going to make it look cool. And that's all. Yeah. This was all a, a big love, <laughs> trust, you know, trust uh, experiment, and it worked. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. That's um. So so with with the uh, with the release and all that, the stuff uh, with COVID and stuff, obviously running rampant. How how have you guys changed your marketing? Are you guys still doing your your um? What is it? The little what did you say? It was uh. You were going to do some release or something at the Cineforge. Is that still going on? Or? So right now, as it stands, the whole industry, yeah. and Greg can attest to this more than anyone, especially um, film and media industry, it's nuts right now. Mm -hmm. Guidelines right, are right. shifting every day on a governmental level, and that trickles down to all. Um, you know, when you're making a film, social distancing is kind of hard. So all things are affected. That being said, for distribution of Max Reload and the Nether Blasters, originally we had a big theatrical campaign planned out. It keeps shifted. Right now, what we're looking at doing with one of our buddies here locally and some friends, uh, John Lester, who hosts the Game On Expo each year, has teamed up with a oh, yeah. pop-up uh, drive-in entity, and we're going to do a limited sneak preview engagement in the week before film hits VOD and, yep. uh, and physical yeah. copies, Blu-ray and DVD. Yep. Um, so kind of doing a Do you know the screen. date when that's supposed to be, or is it still to be determined? Uh, dates are being locked yeah. this week, so we'll be able to give you some info on by end of week next week. Yeah, a, a retro opportunity to show the film, man, like yep. driving style. So. Yeah, actually, really cool. sick. I can't wait. I can't wait. Cool. Um, um, real quick. So, 
you're on GGS. I got to ask you a little bit about some video games. Uh, I know you guys have been busy and stuff. You guys been uh, keeping up with any video games, Greg? I still play Overwatch with my wife every single night. <laughs> Overwatch? Yeah, man. That, dude, I haven't played it since oh, 2016. Man. Yeah. I just uh, can't get it oh, out. Oh, oh, day one's right here, Jack and I. That's that's probably what our biggest attraction is to the to the page is our Overwatch. Yeah, man. That's. Uh, what, what about you, Greg? Uh, you know, I'm just I play all the sports games with my boys. I play you know Madden and and uh, NBA 2K and all that stuff. And and but I've got in in, in the studio that we have in North Hollywood, um, Tempo Storm, which is a big game uh, team. They they're in the building, so they're like I, I see these guys. Oh, nice. Yeah, they're playing you know PUBG. Well, I don't know if they play PUBG anymore, but oh, probably. But they're playing Fortnite. They're, they're like this, you know. These guys are winning <laughs> yeah, huge yeah, tournaments. Nice, yeah. So, um, uh, so I, I I'm I'm all around Twitch all the time and and those guys, but you yeah. know, um, yeah. I mean, I, it's it's hard to find time now. We have plenty of time. Um, oh, yeah. I know. hard. Scott, what are you playing? Uh, dude, mostly lately it's been Doom Eternal. Uh, okay. Going through that quite a bit. And been a nice. Doom fanatic since back, you know, mm -hmm. uh, Wolfenstein mm -hmm. before. So, love me some. Did you play Wolfenstein? Dude, back too? in the day, not not much of the new franchise. But, uh, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. I, I actually would be remiss if I didn't plug. If I didn't plug Lego Star Wars, I would be an asshole. I mean, I'm I voice my own <laughs> character in that. It's like, that would be ridiculous. My daughters are almost to that age where I can start getting them into those. They're the best. They're the best. Yeah, just grab a hold of Snap Wexley and just take me all around. It's great. <laughs> nice. So let's let's uh let's let me talk about a, this game real quick. Cyberpunk 2077, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You guys excited for that? Dude, I I cuz I was it seems I mean, like I a am. big theme in this in this movie. It's been getting freaking pushed back, yeah. I swear. Is Keanu like, still two or three times. center in that? They used if to it ever releases. I did, if it releases, I'm excited. Yeah, we have a November about. release date now. So, dude, it's, yeah, and that that game to me, man, it looks like you're going to be able to play a video game version of Blade Runner, yeah. like with mm -hmm. the coolest graphics. So I'm they have they have everything customizable. You, have, you can customize your genital hair. Well, then I'm in. Yeah. I mean, pink, obviously. Dude, I've been waiting. Uh, the landing strip deep. Just a pink. <laughs> Greg's like, sign me up. Greg's like, I gotta go. When I play when I play NBA, I, I like draw the biggest bush on LeBron, and I have to draw it on my TV. <laughs> I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> uh, oh, that is awesome! That is awesome. Um, that, I, I got I got nothing else on my side. I can sit here and talk to you guys all day. I'm just uh, very excited about this movie. Very excited uh, that you got us involved in any anyway. Let us know how we can help with anything, Greg, for stopping by. Like, dude, thanks for ruining my internet and, and whatever <laughs> you came with your powerful intro. That's how you make an uh, intro. Exactly, <laughs> that's how I do. I try. I'm trying. Sorry to... for the technical. You make John piss himself but, uh, and kill the internet. Have anything else you want to plug? Go exactly. ahead. Exactly. Um, I just you know, and and in all sincerity, I just want to thank you guys for for this because this is what it's all about. Like, it, it's it's everybody that's. Of participating in this movie from making it to promoting it to talking about it that's that's how it's going to live on and uh you know it's it doesn't disappoint so i'm really that's why i jumped on i was like no matter what you do i want to be a part of this and these guys were like i don't know what you're doing i know your dad just turned 88 but this is more important so <laughs> i'm here i'm here thanks for having me on though <laughs> well it's that's pretty awesome man i did not expect it so i yeah if we i I think we got a couple more, couple more things planned with this, cool. with some streams and stuff. So we'll let we'll let, we'll keep you in the awesome. loop. Leading up to the launch, yeah, man. sounds good. Awesome, cool, man.
Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, uh, I'm out. Scott, Jeremy, anything? I'm out. All right. Thanks, Greg. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Yep. Love you, dude. See you, bro. You have a good one. Well, that was an amazing surprise right there. Do you enjoy our mischief? <laughs> you. So, so in a way, I hate my internet, but I'm glad that it went out and I came back and saw his face because the excitement that I had fell out of your chair. Greg's absolutely. Yeah, I was like, wait, wait, I thought I got on the wrong Discord. Wait, how did I infiltrate this? Yeah, nah, dude. Well, we're happy to be here, man. This is a treat for. Yep. Thank you so much, dude. Yeah. This is cool. It's all, yeah. you know, it's that's I think the biggest thing that we able to know is like uh, you you see a lot of gaming movies, and it's because some dickhead in Hollywood in a suit said, <laughs> Here "Hey, <we> go. <laughs> hey, gaming's popular. Let's make a gaming movie." That yeah, was yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that was, was like with the Ready Player One movie. Before. They butchered, in my opinion. Like <laughs> I know Steven Spielberg made it, but like I wasn't. A, I thought the book was a lot better than the Ready Player One movie. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so we, there's a reason we made this off-grid yeah. in Arizona, as far away from bureaucratic bullshit as we could. Mm-hmm. Uh, that yep. got on a street. Dude, yeah. we, we, yeah. we like to do things on our time, in our way, oh, yeah. as far out of the system as possible. We honestly, we talked about it, man. We're like, hey, let's make this the best damn film we can, something that we would yep. want to watch. And yep. uh, hopefully people love it. If not, it's probably the last film we ever make. But if they <laughs> love it... <laughs> <laughs> but to that point... We are, <laughs> but if you like it, we'll make another one. We're, uh, you know, we're very authentic. Like we are the people we made the movie. You know, yeah, we, and we, I we think have, that's we, why. We fart jokes all day long. Um, or we'll never be older than thirteen. Dude, we true. Always play video games. True. Um, you know, yeah. That's so. This is this is that movie for these people. You know, um, our tribe. Yeah. yeah. So it's. I hope people. I hope people see that. I hope they. Uh, they say, man, this is cool. We want. You know. To get people to do more of this stuff, I think people need to embrace it. Uh, you know, unfortunately, right now, the cool thing is to be a dickhead. Like, the cool thing the cool is thing to is say, to be negative, uh, right? I yeah, hate this. The fucking be gatekeepers. It's the trolls of the internet. We got to change that. We got to get the positive community. Get rid of the if guy. you want people to make more independent games or cool games or films or whatever, all we need to support the community doing it, right? All that art starts there. And that's where it starts, and this is our start. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we appreciate those who are putting the cool comments out on Absolutely. the YouTube uh, trailer. Looking forward to people giving some feedback and right. Excited you know, this to is, uh, yeah, two years of our uh, making this film. So because we love it. Yeah. Well, we're, we're super excited, and I know I know what people watching right now are super excited. And then, um, like we said, we got some we got some more things coming before the release. So yeah, uh, Jeremy Scott and GGS will be in cahoots, and then we'll roll it out to you guys. I, I'm good on my end, Jeremy Scott. You got anything else? Rock and roll, man. Good, good to go. go. Man, yeah. Thank you guys so yeah. much, Jack. You good? Thank you guys so much for coming on. Yeah, thanks, Thank guys. You, man. All right, you guys have an awesome day. So pumped about this, and thanks so much for being on GGS. And we'll talk to you real soon. All right, guys. See you. See you.